What's up guys, Jeff Cavalier, AthleanX.com. Today we're talking all about the abs, and I'm going to show you in I think the most definitive video how you're going to get yours to pop and the best tips that you can apply to your ab training to make sure that you're getting them to show. Now, let me start off with a couple things. When we talk about abs, we're not just talking about the abs alone. I think you're probably meaning everything in this region here, and that's a whole hell of a lot more muscles than just the abdominals. I want to show you how to hit all of these things, and of course, we're breaking out the muscle markers to help us to do that. Now, one little kind of upfront caveat that I know we need to talk about, because some people always come around these videos looking for that little shortcut. I'm going to tell you right here to your face, there is no shortcut when it comes to having your abs show if you refuse to watch what you're putting in your mouth. Your diet is going to dictate how well your abs show every single time. And no matter how much cardio you do, you're never going to outrun a bad diet. So if your diet is in check, then you can start to see all the rewards of watching all these muscles come into play and into focus as you start to work them the way I'm going to show you, okay? I want to make sure I cover that. Now, let's take a look at that anatomy since we're starting to talk about it. When we look here at the core, again, we have the rest of dominance here, which is broken up into however many packs. That damn Jesse has an eight, I seem to have six. One, two, three, four, five, six. Now, the linea alba is this line that runs right down the middle and sutures across here, which is going to compartmentalize the abs into those regions. And I'm going to show you how you, actually, you can actually use that to your advantage here in the future to get these abs to pop a little bit more. We're going to cover that in a little bit. But besides the rectus abdominis, this muscle runs this way. The fibers of this muscle runs up and down. So that means that through flexion and extension, keep in mind extension because we're going to hit that too, through flexion and extension, we can track that muscle. But because we can actually flex the pelvis from the bottom up, we know that we can actually hit the lower abs because the fibers are actually preferentially hit differently by having the lower portion of the pelvis move on, on the top versus the top moving down on, on the bottom we can actually preferentially hit these two areas slightly differently depending upon the exercises we choose. So we have the upper region and the lower. From the side here, we have the obliques as I contract that run all the way down here at this oblique angle and they feed all the way down and in. Now we don't just have the visible external obliques here, but we also have the internal obliques that run up at this opposite angle. So they run in this way and the external obliques run in this angle. Now you don't want to forget the all-important serratus, which is the muscles that run up and through here. And they push, they help us to push our arm away from our body. But here's a big word for you guys, they interdigitate, meaning they, inter, they intertwine here with the external obliques to actually complete that look. So when they're both working together, as you can see here, as they're both working together, they're going to actually help to, to, to carve out that midsection completely so you don't want to ignore those. And of course, we finally have the transverse abdominis, which runs across this way, basically like your own inner weight belt. Okay? And when it closes down and cinches down and contracts, it provides support all the way around the midsection, all the way through to the back of the spine. Okay, so how are we going to hit these areas now to make sure that we're covering all the anatomy, but we're getting them each with an exercise that's going to do the best job? Well, it takes them, again, breaking them down one by one. If we look at the first region here, sort of that lower ab region, then we're going to look for exercises like this that initiate the movement with the bottom moving on a fixed top. Okay, so basically curling the pelvis up towards you. Now that can happen in any floor exercises, in the hanging ab exercises that you're seeing here. The fact is that the pelvis is coming up towards the top, again, initiating the contraction from the bottom up and therefore slightly favoring those lower ab fibers. Now, 
we can take that from there and then apply the same concept to hitting the upper abs. And that means that we want to take any exercise that allows us to initiate the movement from the top down. So maybe the legs stay stationary, but the top and our shoulders are coming off the floor and creating that spinal flexion down towards the pelvis. The next thing we want to do is if we're going to hit the obliques, again, guys, I always talk about following the fibers. We know that the obliques run at these acute diagonal angles here. If we're going to realize that, then we, know, we need to know that rotation is going to help us to accomplish that. And it doesn't just have to be rotation this way. I could actually stay fixed here and rotate from the bottom. So therefore, we have top-down rotation, which is rotating on a, a fixed lower half or I have bottom-up rotation, which is rotating on a fixed upper half. And there are a lot of different ab exercises that allow us to do this. The key is that you want to make sure that you're using these exercises to effectively target the oblique specifically. Now, we know again, as I mentioned in the beginning, the serratus is a muscle that doesn't seem to get that much love. And exercises like this one here in particular are perfect at it. This is actually done on a physio ball for a little extra stability challenge. And we're actually just going to have our arms on the ball. And once we get in that stable plank, we try to push our arms straight through the ball, allowing our back to rise up towards the ceiling even more. And again, it doesn't just have to end there. Maybe you don't have a physio ball. We talked about doing it on a captain's chair, which could easily be the corner of a kitchen uh, 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 countertop where you just get your body in there and you push your body away and lift away so the serratus is actually doing its job. Another option for you here. And finally, the transverse abdominus, again, tends to have its own set of exercises or at least technique that allows us to hit that area because you have to really be conscious of keeping your belly pulled in and flattened. And I'll get to this in one second with some exercises because we specifically talk about the breathing being one of the main factors for controlling how well you are able to perform this. As far as a sequence here, guys, and overall, how would you stack these exercises together, here's a general rule of thumb. Because we're moving the legs in all those lower bottom-up movements, we realize that they become pretty damn hard because of the weight of the legs that we have to move, instantly making them the most difficult choices in all of our ab training arsenal. So we want to make sure that we're doing those bottom-up and bottom-up rotation exercises early on in whatever ab workout you're doing when you have your most strength it continues to sort of move up, realizing that the rotational movements of just the obliques are going to become a little bit more challenging as well because rotation is something that a lot of us don't train often enough, and those tend to be a little bit weaker. And again, we tend to be doing this in combination with some spinal flexion, so it makes them a little bit more difficult than, say, the same straight top-down movements, which usually come later. So the mid-range and the top-down movements with our lower body fixed and just moving like a, a classic crunch would actually be a very easy ab exercise, but done later in the workout when you're already fatigued, it becomes something that is still challenging for you. So the idea is you move from the bottom up, stick rotation in the middle there, and you finish it out by doing your specialty exercises for your serratus and again for the transverse abdominis. Okay, now that you know the anatomy and the exercises that hit those different areas, and also a bit about the sequencing of how you want to structure your ab workouts, I do have three incredible tips here that are going to make all of your ab workouts more effective. And it starts with one of the simplest things, guys, because we do it every single time we do our ab exercises, and it's our breathing. But it's incredibly important. Here's why. A lot of guys screw this up. When it comes to your breathing options in life in general, you can either do two things. Well, actually, you can do three. One, you can either breathe in, you can breathe out, or you can hold your breath. Now, we know that it's not advisable to be holding your breath through any of your exercises. So you want to be doing either one or the other. But what we do is we want to breathe out on the exertion of any exercise, meaning whatever exercise you're doing, when you are exerting yourself or coming up, so a classic example will be the crunch. As I come into the crunch, that's the hard part. I want to breathe out every time. 
Hang a leg raise. Anytime I'm moving and doing the movement, that's when I want to be breathing out. But here's the key difference. You have two opportunities for the abdomen, what it's doing. You can either be pushing out like that, or you can be cinching in, which would be tightening it down like that. And that's where that transverse abdominus that I referred to in the beginning of the video comes in. The transverse helps to contract, again, in this way, like a weight belt, to keep this down. What you want to do is you want to make sure that as you are breathing out, that you're cinching in, down. You do not want to breathe out and push out at the same time. Because what you're doing is you're actually weakening your abdominal wall and actually doing exactly opposite what it is you're trying to do with this entire video. You're making yourself have a more bloated appearance, a weakened abdominal appearance. So with every exercise you do, remember to breathe out on the exertion and cinch down at the same time and you have a much better looking set of abs. Now we can take that a step further now by actually looking at something else that we happen to do wrong and that is the lack of extension in full range of motion on ab training. Guys, what happens all the time, if you train on the floor exclusively, or if you train even on a bar, or let's say you train on a bench and do kind of decline ab exercises, the bench, the floor, even hanging here, is limiting your body's ability to extend. And if we know that the true function of the abs is to move from an extended position here where they're stretched into a flexed spine, now where they're contracted, where's the extension on all those other exercises? You're literally stopping yourself on the floor. You're stopping yourself on the bench. And a lot of times when guys get up here, they never get themselves into an extended position here. They just stay right in the middle. Well, what happens from that is you're literally doing the equivalent of taking a tricep pushdown and starting here and finishing here. You're going from a contracted position to a less contracted position. You're never getting into a full stretch on the triceps. And we want to make sure that we do that with our ab training. So, Make sure that when you're doing your floor work, you at least include some exercises that allow you to slide a towel underneath your low back to get yourself into more of an extended state. Or when you're doing even your hanging ab exercises here, make sure that when your legs come down, you allow your body to extend and get a stretch on the abs before you initiate the next contraction. The key is don't overlook the fact that the abdominal muscles still themselves have full range of motion and you want to make sure that you're including it. And then finally, a lot of guys will ask me, Jeff, I actually can see my abs, but I don't have a lot of depth. There's no real deep cuts. What do you do to get your abs to pop more? And that is actually just a factor of probably omitting weighted ab exercises and powerful ab exercises from your training. And what I mean by that is, we talked about it again, the beginning of this video, the linea alba being one of the key features of the abdominal muscles, including how they separate and divide the compartments into that four pack, six pack, or eight pack. You cannot change the structure of that. You cannot change its ability to either allow you to have a four pack or a six pack or an eight pack. You have what you have. But what you can do is you can hypertrophy those abdominal muscles by including weighted ab work to make them pop out more from the sutured down area of the linea alba, which will give you a deeper looking set of abs. So what we do is we do a lot of weighted ab exercises like the ones you're doing and seeing here. And you can see that we can do them with either with a dumbbell or actually by hanging weights off of our legs and doing weighted leg raises. Anything that's going to allow us to weight an exercise that we normally wouldn't be weighting is going to allow the muscles to be subjected to the same loading parameters that you would with any other muscle group, which can lead to hypertrophy. The thing that we want to also focus on is how you're performing them, because we realize that always training your abs slowly. Now that's a bad thing, because we want to make sure we get good contraction, but always training your abs slowly 
is really doing a disservice to the fact that there are type 2 fibers in your abdominal muscles that aren't being trained if you're not training them explosively. So start to include some high velocity movements here that allow you to get a stronger, more powerful contraction quicker, and your muscles will respond by actually growing a bit and, and having you have a deeper looking appearance to your abs. Of course, guys, I always say if you want to look like an athlete, you got to train like an athlete, and that means training explosively, and it's not limited to just your other muscles. Your abs are a muscle that can be trained explosively as well. This is six-time Pro Bowl wide receiver Antonio Brown right here doing one of the ab sessions that we do, and we, we get explosive. The fact is, if you want your abs to, be, to pop, you need to train them explosively and powerfully. So the fact is, guys, there's a lot of things that we want to consider when it comes to complete ab training program, and, and, and I think that all of them matter, as you see here. Not just understanding the anatomy and understanding that there's a lot more to the abs than just the abs alone, but knowing how to hit them and having a plan of attack for how to hit them in your ab workouts, and then holding on to those key, key tips that allow you to get more range of motion, a better breathing pattern, and including the right types of exercises. It all matters, guys. At AthleteNext.com, I care about it all. I always say we put the science behind the strength. If you're looking for a complete program on how to train your abs and to look like an athlete, guys, you gotta train like an athlete, so all these things always matter. Head over there and get our AthleteNext training program. In the meantime, if you found this video helpful, leave your comments and thumbs up below. Let me know what else I can cover for you, and I'll do my best to do that for you in the days and weeks ahead. All right, guys, see you soon.